Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host here to talk all things Clark Kent and Superman, and not really sure what all I'm going to talk about today. I think I suppose I should touch on everything with Warner Brothers Discovery uh, as new information on that merger and what that could mean for the future. I suppose I should touch on that. Maybe some San Diego Comic-Con news and a brief review of Super Pets. I think I will have at the end. I have seen the DC League of Super Pets movie, and we'll, we'll do a little mini-review, not too much about that. Um, but yeah, the Warner Brothers Discovery stuff, I guess I will start with. And I don't know what all to say about it, because, well, news is coming in. Well, I shouldn't say news, but rumors, speculation, all that kind of stuff is coming in about Warner Brothers Discovery, the future of in general, Superman in particular, all of that. And I don't want to get into it too much for a variety of reasons. Largely, we don't have a ton of concrete information to go off what's uh, what's going to be happening with the merger. There's rumors and speculation of what could be coming down the line. And so anything I talk about could just be irrelevant soon. And also, I think we're in a just the beginning of changes. And so it's going to be a couple of years before we know how this is going to shake out, probably what, what that's going to mean. And also I'm just kind of tired of the speculation. I've done a lot of speculation on this podcast since the beginning, because that's kind of all we have to go on, but I'm just kind of tired of that. Um, nine years since the last Superman movie, five years since the characters really appeared in a movie, and, and I'm just a little bit of tired of dealing with the behind-the-scenes stuff, the l- learning random executives' names and what they think about Superman. And all. Uh, I, I tend to enjoy behind-the-scenes stuff when it's been going on for so long. It, it can get a bit exhausting without something to actually um, feel that more dealing with executive egos and that kind of thing than actually the product they're releasing. For Superman fans, I think that gets frustrating. It that kind of really hit me. There was that Rolling Stone article that came out, I believe, the night before Zack Snyder's Justice League was going to release digitally, and in the article, you know, it said thirteen percent, I think, of people tweeting about Zack Snyder's Justice League or re- release the Snyder Cut were bots in this article, and it was just a very kind of anti. Zack Snyder article and also kind of a an article that reads not nice for former Warner Brothers execs and I was just exhausted about that you know forget anything about the movie or whatever you think of Zack Snyder why would an article like that come out now a year and a half after the movie came out um on the eve of a digital release uh, whether you love Zack Snyder's work or not why are we talking about this now and I just found it really exhausting because that's kind of what boiled over, you know, thinking of how this article, if you look at it, and I don't, I don't care what you think about it, 13%, whatever, that means nothing without knowing what normal number of tweets are bots. Uh, that meant nothing to me. But the annoying part of it was just, it just seemed like former Warner Brothers executives talking to the press and trying to make themselves look good through the press. And in the in the... The actual article, I don't think Zack Snyder comes off great. 
Uh, I think he comes off better than the former Warner Brothers execs who it seemed like were leaking this information and and Zack Snyder was uh, responding in some ways. The actual content of the article doesn't matter, but what annoyed me was just the frustration. It seems like Warner Brothers executives are just, their ego is what is controlling Superman and DC on film and not actually what is best for these characters, what is good for the fan base, anything like that. None of that seems to matter. And so it was really frustrating, but the sort of the silver lining in that article was that something uh, current Warner Brothers Discovery Administration did not want to comment on this because it was before their time. And I just imagine taking over a billion dollar company and just reading an article like this and being asked to comment. And it's just like, why are we talking about such childish things? We have real things to do here. And so that was kind of a silver lining for me. Uh, maybe good things are going to come down the pipeline for Warner Brothers Discovery. Maybe. Um, uh, we'll get, I'll get to that more later. And, you know, just as speculation, there was the, the Henry Cavill rumor uh, started by Deadline saying Henry Cavill might show up at San Diego Comic-Con to talk more Superman, which was really random and uh, surprising. And that was put in by Deadline. Of course, we know that did not happen. So whatever that was about didn't come to pass uh, for whatever reason. And it's really weird that that would be in an article from Deadline. And I'm just kind of exhausted with the back and forth with Cavill rumors and speculation at this point because I, I just kind of want an answer and, and figure out from there what's going on. But without anybody really in charge of DC right now, we don't know what's going to happen there. But it's a frustrating thing. I know Warner Brothers Discovery is going through some changes. I don't even know who how many people they have in their PR department, but it seems like it wouldn't be that hard to tell Deadline. Um, I know this you're saying Henry Cavill's going to show up, but that's not going to happen. Maybe you should take that down. You don't have to put out a press release saying Henry Cavill's not appearing. You don't have to do anything like that. Just say, tell Deadline. Yeah, it's not happening. So I'm just kind of exhausted not knowing what's going to happen, not having a clear direction. And I think there's more to that being come to come. I, I know a lot of fans were shaken up by the Batgirl news that the Batgirl movie is canceled. A Batgirl movie that was filmed, planned for release on HBO Max, was in post-production. That was um, canceled. It's not going to be released anywhere. I know that shook up a lot of of DC fans. Uh, I'm not as negative on that news. I'm stinks for anybody who worked on the film and their work isn't going to get to be seen. And it stinks for anybody who was looking forward to the film and won't get to see it. But as someone who thinks even a a great background movie might not be that great for the DC brand when it, DC is just so um, competing with themselves. It's separate from the Batman. Unit. It's kind of a lower budget film. Even if it's hits big, what's that going to do to the overall brand? Like, I don't, I don't know what kind of positives that would have. Um, obviously a good movie always helps, but putting out C and D list character movies on H isn't going to do anything to help the greater DCEU make people more likely to see the next one. And it seems kind of, to me, it seems like no, uh, with all the Batman bat related stuff that's out there. And so, and then there's rumors that it was from the New York post who first broke the news, you know, they called it according to a source irredeemable and that it would be damaging the DC brand. 
And so this at first was kind of encouraging to me, this news, that it seemed like for the first time somebody was going to protect uh, the DC brand. Warner Brothers Discovery, new CEO, David Zaslav, it seems like he was going to step in and protect it. Like, we're not going to release mediocre movies and we're going to do that. Um, only release great stuff and maybe focus on A-list characters for once. But I don't know um, if that's the case or if this was just an isolated thing where they could get a tax break, thought it was the best financial decision. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of things going on. and Boy, it's a messy time no matter what. Uh, for to be a DC fan or to to be a DC executive, as the last several years have been, there's just a lot of a lot of stuff. You know, the the Arrowverse is seemingly done with with most of the shows canceled and Flash going into its final season. CW's up for sale, so it doesn't. We don't know what that means for like or CW's being sold, and so we don't know what that means for shows like Superman and Lois and and other DC shows. What that could mean there. You know, it seems like some sort of HBO Max and Discovery Plus, I think, is the their streaming service is going to merge, and that's changing things up with HBO Max. What is coming down the line for DC stuff in the future? So, uh, the Batgirl move, news told me more than anything, everything is up in the air. Um, I, I don't think anything would totally shock me when it comes to news with Warner Brothers Discovery. If you told me, um, you know, they were. The one extreme would be that they're kind of clearing the the plate to start fresh and, you know, try to do a universe, one live action universe from scratch and do it right, uh, or whatever that means. The other extreme could be, man, they're just, just, just trying to clear some debt to sell it. And recently there was a Hollywood Reporter article that sort of implied maybe NBC Universal would be interested in Warner Brothers and maybe Discovery is just trying to flip it, you know, cut some debt off, look better for a potential buyer. All this, you know, there's rumors of a new DC head. You know, Dan Lin was in talks apparently, but that broke down. So now they don't really have a head of DC. So Warner Brothers execs, all of this stuff is is just really messy. And so I don't know what is going to happen. I think there's more more bad news to come for DC fans um, in the future before good stuff. And, and I don't know what's going to happen. We bring it back to Superman. The movies continue on with the way they are. If they did a hard reboot, know that I think that's definitely going to happen. But if they were going to, I think this is probably the best possible time they could. There's not a lot of stuff and have anything planning uh, to film really soon. So it wouldn't shock me if there's a hard reboot. They're soft. Who knows? I, I don't think these are not easy decisions. Uh, you know, this is why it was so frustrating in 2018 when you have Christopher McQuarrie and Henry Cavill pitching a Superman and you say no. That seems like such an obvious thing to say yes to. 2018, it seemed obvious to me. Yeah, you continue forward. You know, Affleck might have wanted out as Batman, but continue forward with everything else and just keep going that way, especially Aquaman came out and made it that there were still fans of this universe and there were still fans of those characters and you could move forward, but instead they kind of went this completely other direction and have focused more on lower budget stuff of diluting, you know, I say kind of cheapening the brand and, and making DC movies, not the quality of the movies or those film that's films. That's great, but they just kind of made it no longer be events and focus on characters and lesser characters and not really have any direction 
not even have a Justice League, not have a Superman. And so we don't know how that's all going to shake out. But I guess otherwise, you know, Superman, I think anything's up in the air with Superman and Lois with the CW changes and HBO Max undergoing changes. Uh, My Adventures with Superman seems like it's still going forward, but the Batman animated series that was announced at the same time is being shopped to other networks. So could that happen with the Superman show or could that be canceled or or anything? It doesn't seem like that's the case right now. So hopefully it, it survives. But yeah, I think anything's up in the air. You know, what's going to happen with, I'm sure Warner Brothers Discovery is now looking at things like the, the animated movies that we get so regularly. And then looking, probably looking at DC Comics. Do we need to make changes with that? Um, I don't think anything is guaranteed right now. I think some of that is good. If you look at the, they just kind of did a bunch of random stuff and, and just chuck stuff out everywhere. Said have multiple universes that you're kind of competing with yourself. You're kind of cannibalizing your audience and didn't seem to have a real long-term plan or anything like that. And so I think Warner Brothers did need some changes. Are these changes going to be for the better though? Or, or are they going to be even worse? I'm not sure. Uh, time will tell. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. Uh, if, Warner Brothers Discovery is even a long-term thing or if it's just going to be another merger in a couple years and we're going to be talking about all this again. I don't want to speculate too much more until we get concrete news. I do still think um, my prediction of a a Superman movie being in the works by mid-2023, getting a director and or release date will happen, but we'll see. I think this could be a good thing in the long term and I have huge questions about this Warner Brothers Discovery brand as a whole and some of the things they're doing from top to bottom as a company. But when it comes to Superman, there is some encouraging, encouraging stuff. Uh, I listened to the whole Warner Brothers Discovery investor meeting. Uh, I thought it was interesting that DC was listed as a brand and then Superman was listed separately as a franchise with Batman and Wonder Woman. And I thought that was really smart because it seems like the DC brand has been treated as kind of one thing as the whole and I get that from a certain perspective, but when you've got characters like Batman and Wonder Woman, uh, I don't think those should, they should just be lumped in with all the other characters. And obviously, I think Superman especially, but I think you need to be looking at that as not just, you know, here's this brand where we do certain things. You need to be looking at treating, you know, having almost Superman be its own silo and not be, not necessarily be away from a shared universe or anything, although maybe that's an option. Um, but just always looking at Superman as a franchise in terms of what you can do movies, what you can do on the animation side, what you can do on the video game side, all of those things. And it seems like Superman's just been lumped in as one of those, one of hundreds of thousands of DC characters over the years. And so seeing this uh, on a graphic, seeing Superman listed there, uh, as a, a franchise was really encouraging. You know, I hope they they recognize that uh, Superman and and those other characters and those couple other characters are known globally and uh, probably should be treated a little differently than whoever the eighty fourth most popular DC character is, whoever the nineteenth Green Lantern is. You should probably treat them a little the global audience. So that was encouraging. Like I said, I have a lot of questions about Warner Brothers Discovery, and I'm not even confident that it's going to be a thing long term. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll wait and see on that as as more news comes out. But in terms of other stuff, some some recent news. 
along with those changes at HBO Max, Strange Adventures, the streaming series, was canceled. This is from The Hollywood Reporter. The decision was actually made months ago. They confirmed it after Kevin Smith kind of revealed it. He was writing an episode with Eric Carrasco. He revealed on his one of his podcasts, I think it was Hollywood Babylon, and, and kind of confirmed it had been canceled. Uh, here's what they said. It was to have centered on Bizarro and Jimmy Olsen, he said, and he was pursuing, though he had not yet signed, Nicolas Cage to play Bizarro. Cage, a huge fan of Superman comics, had at one time been attached to star in Superman Lives, a Tim Burton helm project that was scrapped in the 1990s. Dropping Strange Adventures kind of made sense to me. Nobody necessarily knows these characters, and it sounded like an expensive show, Smith said on the podcast. Uh, so when one of the crea- one of the creatives involved is like, yeah, I don't know why they're making this, um, that tells you a lot about it. But it's budgeted at 16 to $20 million per episode, which sounds nuts. And this is kind of, uh, I don't know, speculation on is the streaming bubble bursting, spending 16 to $20 million at an episode, random characters. Sounds like a really questionable decision. Now, this sounds cool. You know, hearing, I don't, I don't know if it's live action or animated. Uh, Nicolas Cage would have been in, but Nicolas Cage playing Bizarre, that could be interesting. Uh, and Jimmy Olsen, it could be a fun, wacky thing. And I think Kevin Smith could have fun with that. Is that a brilliant thing to do with the DC brand? Eh, not so sure about that. As much as I would like to see this. 16 to 20 million per episode. Wow. That that sounds like a lot when they spend about three and a half million on those. So, like I said, this sounds... Like it could have been cool, but I totally get dropping that. And this is something, this sounds like something maybe to do years from now when you've got a established DC universe. I has got that what if show and that makes sense when you've got an established universe and you can play around with, Hey, let's do something in animation to show different stuff. Doing that when you don't have an established universe really, uh, and you're just doing random stuff may be questionable, even though, you know, this might've been really fun in particular and getting Nicolas Cage to play, well, at least a imperfect clone of Superman once uh, would have been neat. Uh, We've also got news on the 2023 DC animated movies. There's a Ruby Justice League one that I think I talked about last time, a crossover. Don't know if Superman's going to be in it, but I would assume so. If you're going to have the Justice League, I wonder of a traditional Justice League than the one depicted in the Ruby Justice League comics. Uh, there's also a Legion of Superheroes one that seems like Superman sending Supergirl to the future. So I don't, that one doesn't sound terribly interesting because uh, I'm assuming Superman doesn't have much in the main part of the story. And there's also a Justice League War World, which really cool to see War World, but that seems like something that should probably be a solo Superman movie. Obviously, I would say that, but if you're dealing with War World, you're dealing with Mongol. That seems like a Superman story. Don't know if this is going to be in the new universe that started with Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Um, I'd really like to see Superman. That sounds great for an animated movie. Uh, Superman, Mongol, on War World. I know they they did a little bit with it in the Justice League animated series. But uh, a really cool Superman on War World story would be great. The whole Justice League there, you know, making Mongol a Justice League villain instead of just a Superman villain. Uh, is a little disappointing. Obviously, I always want the movies instead of Justice League ones, but especially if you're going to have a Superman villain there, that's a little disappointing. But yeah, that's it. Um, I will, so I like I said, I have seen DC League of Super Pets. I'll do a little review here. I won't get too spoilery, if at all, 
uh, into the depths of it, but I just want to give my kind of overall thoughts. So I should say I went, went in theaters and it was not at a busy time and I did not go with any kids. So that might have skewed my reception a little bit. And also this isn't, this probably isn't the type of movie that I would go to. If not, I mean, it definitely isn't the type of movie I would have gone to if not for Superman being in it. And obviously that's why I was there. So I just wanted to give that context as I give my review here uh, and and the things I liked and maybe didn't like as much, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was for the most part, pretty fun, pretty good. I didn't think it was mind blowing or one of the best movies I've ever seen or anything like that, but I thought it was pretty fun and, and good. I thought the animation actually looked really good. And some of the, the visuals of the Superman stuff in particular, uh, seeing Krypton, Daily Planet, Metropolis in general, came off really good. And in fact, Superman himself looked really good, I thought. Uh, you know, some of the Justice League, not so much, but I thought the Superman stuff, especially at the beginning of the film, was done really well. And I liked that. I don't, I don't think they should do a theatrical animated movie, should focus on a live action Superman movie. But if they did, like in this style, they're not going to spin off of DC League of Super Pets because I don't think it's financially successful enough. But I mean, I think that would look really cool. I think that's that's a really cool look and really cool design, and I enjoyed this. Um, as for the main stuff, you know, I, I, crypto's never been, you know, crypto crypto standalone stories, I guess, aren't terribly compelling to me. And so the super pet stuff, I didn't get too invested in. Uh, I thought it was done well. I thought fine, but I don't see myself going back. I, th- I think it was done good. I, sh- I shouldn't say, you know, I, I don't want to talk poorly of it. I think it was done pretty well. It just isn't for me. It was moderately funny. I don't think it was a hilarious movie or anything like that, but I thought it was moderately funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't have, I don't have much to say about the, the majority of it, but I do think the Superman stuff, especially at the beginning, I wish he had, I can see myself watching the first 10 minutes or whatever it is going back and rewatching that pretty frequently and, and enjoying those visuals and enjoying the, some really fun stuff. I thought the Superman stuff was really fun, but not watching the rest of it, the main pet adventure type stuff. I don't think I'll, I'll get into, but John Krasinski did good as Clark Kent and Superman. Olivia Wilde did good as Lois Lane. Mark Maron is Lex Luthor. Uh, Mercy Graves, Jor-El, Lara, uh, and Dwayne Johnson made a good crypto in it. So, I like that stuff. Um, if they made a sequel that was just focused on the pets, I don't know that I would would watch it. I mean, if Superman was in it, I guess I would go see it again. But I don't know that this is going to be successful enough. It's not doing poorly, but it's taking off at the box office either. So I thought it was fun. I think if you're a Superman fan, you probably probably like it and uh, seeing some more lighthearted stuff. But um, yeah, I think it was fine. Uh, the, the one thing I was frustrated about, I saw it not doing well at the box office and blaming, you know, well, maybe Superman's just not a big box office draw, which was really frustrating because obviously this is not a Superman movie. Superman has a little bit of time in the uh, trailers, but I think that's more, uh, the box office more is more a reflection of DC as a brand on the whole, not really being for kids, not having a ton of family-friendly stuff for uh, kids and, and animation outside of like the Lego movies, the Lena of DC stuff for kids. So kind of random to drop a pets, DC super pets movie in the middle of nowhere. I thought it had an outside chance at being a hit. That's not going to be the case, but 
it was pretty fun. Um, and yeah, I think Superman is still a box office draw because the last movie he was actually actually led is still the DC's biggest opening weekend for superhero movie. So, um, I don't I don't necessarily agree that this is Superman's fault. I think it's the the DC brand as a whole is not terribly strong right now with the general public, and especially when it comes to stuff made for kids. So, uh, like I said, I think it's worth seeing if you're a Superman fan. It's it's fun. It's not a not a bad time, but I don't know how much more of it will be. All right. Well, that is all I have for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon.